Good morning, everyone. It is Wednesday, April 6th, 2016. This is Marty Duran with the 4th State Drive Time, coming to you live from a very crowded I-40 this morning. This looks like the backstretch at Talladega after a restart. Not sure what's going on, but there's a lot of people, a lot of people out here. The 4th State is brought to you by Suit Up by Philip Larson, the book for the graduate on your list covers a lot of stuff that they're going to face going into the real world. This is a needed book. It's a needed contribution to life. There's a lot that recent graduates have to deal with, and this helps prepare them for a lot of the social anxieties and biblical questions that they might have. It's a good book. Take a look at it at philiplarson.com. That's P-H-I-L-L-I-P-L-A-R-S-E-N. The link, as always, is in the episode notes. Also by Jord at woodwatches.com. They have a brand new watch that I'll be featuring later in this week on the blog at martyduran.com. Use the coupon code T4E podcast at philiplarson.com or at jordwoodwatches.com and save 10% on any purchase. Big news today that made a splash on social media is the esteemed George Mason Law School renaming. So apparently a donor made a $20 million gift to George Mason University and uh, desired that the law school be renamed after the late, recently departed Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia. And so they asked, or the school decided, to rename the institution the Antonin Scalia School of Law And as soon as the acronym became uh, recognized, it went haywire on Twitter, especially A-S-S-O-L. So where do you go to school? I go to A-S-S-O-L. And it uh, has provided a little bit of levity and not a little bit of embarrassment for George Mason. And I think the president has already decided that they will rename, rename again the school Antonin Scalia Law School. So, there you have it. If you want to go to a law school with the abbreviation A-S-S-O-L, George Mason is your place, courtesy of the Sun-Times. Congratulations to Ted Cruz for winning Wisconsin. Condolences to the GOP for not having better candidates. Cruz wins 48% to 33% for Kasich, I mean for Trump. With John Kasich, the Ohio State, the Ohio State Governor, Ohio Governor, dragging up the rear at a mere 14%. This was a proportional uh, victory in terms of delegates, but I'm not sure how the proportion works because Cruz got 33 and Trump got three, so it's definitely not by percentage of votes. So Wisconsin has their say on the Democratic side. Bernie Sanders continues to make Hillary feel the burn as he wins 56% to 43%. Unfortunately for Bernie, his 45 delegates only outnumbers Clinton's 31 by a mere 14 delegates. And the the Democrats seem to be much more uh, stingy or or proportional, I should say. And Bernie's going to have a really hard time because of that whole superdelegate thing. 16 states remain on the GOP side. Nine of, uh, nine of those are winner-take-all. Six are proportional. 
and West Virginia is direct election, and I'm not sure what the distinction is there. On the Democratic side, there are 21 states and territories that remain to have either a primary or a caucus until a winner at some point is declared. Uh, Looking more and more like a split or brokered convention for the GOP these last uh, few weeks through the end of April and the first part of May, which is the lion's share of the remaining primaries (coughs) and caucuses or whatnot, will be uh, interesting to watch, especially New York and Pennsylvania, those delegate-heavy states. So that is the, the uh, election news from this morning. Interesting article, if you can find it, a uh, transcription of an interview that Bernie Sanders had. I think this was with the New York Post. Um, questions, again, about his foreign policy. Worth finding if you can track that down. In Salon this morning, a very extensive and worth reading article. 10 FBI questions that could hand the nomination to Sanders. 10 FBI questions for Hillary that could hand the nomination to Sanders. This is a very thoughtful article. And the uh, the questions are fair. And uh, it's just going to be odd, I think, to have a presidential candidate who, during the time of her, ter- her uh, campaign, is the subject of an FBI investigation and is most likely going to be deposed by the FBI or interviewed or at a hearing or however you want to, whatever the right terminology is, I do not know. just seems to be uh, odd if she continues in the race at all. Uh, She could be arrested on several different options that the FBI has in front of them, and an unknown number of her associates and former employees in the State Department have been given immunity deals and the author of this particular article H.A. Goodman says that because of the way everything has been structured it's actually in everyone's advantage for everyone to tell the truth so we shall see what happens to Mrs. Clinton further information on the Panama Papers and reasons that the information included therein is so important This is not just about uh, rich people remaining rich and rich people avoiding taxes. Uh, There's a significant concern about the amount of corporate taxation that has been sheltered. Now, in our current debate in American political life, we we tend to uh, isolate the discussion about corporate taxes from real life. What, What does it mean? Bernie Sanders of course, things that corporate taxes can pay uh, for almost everything that he wants to do, every program that he wants to uh, implement. And even uh, Ben Carson made mention of bringing corporate earnings and corporate uh, work back to our shores and having a, a moratorium on fines and stuff like that from hidden taxes. So there is some understanding that a lot of money is being hidden. I've seen an estimate as high as $10 trillion. But one instance, this is mentioned in an article in Newsweek. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And an article in um, 
Times Live in South Africa. The, the illustration is from the Heritage Oil and Gas Company that did a lot of work in Uganda in the early 2000s when Uganda's uh, oil and gas resources were nascent. The development of that industry was new and um, Heritage sold off a fraction of its ownership or a part of its ownership in a uh, particular facility or particular field in Uganda. And the Ugandan government was uh, prepared to slap a $400 million tax on the sale that would have netted, uh, before the tax, it would have netted uh, about $1.5 billion. So the the tax would have been about a third, 33%. Rather than pay the tax, which they knew was coming, Heritage hired a, a bevy of lawyers and accountants through this Panamanian company to uh, create a an offshore tax shelter away from the Bahamas, which is where their uh, business had been set up. And uh, they created this tax shelter, and so the corporate the corporation moved its headquarters to this new country, <clears throat> and um, to avoid paying the four hundred million dollars in taxes in Uganda. Now, the question is, is this important? Well, $400 million is more than or about equal to the entire health ministry budget of, uh, of Uganda. Uh, there's a video that was making the rounds yesterday uh, that demonstrated how much that could potentially. Now, again, this is, you know, uh, if Uganda has a perfect government and if there's no corruption and if there's no graft and if there's no uh, siphoning off or spending elsewhere, but it was just an illustration that uh, that amount of money would represent an enormous amount of income for a relatively poor country in Africa where the average citizen lives on far, far less than we in America enjoy. So these are the kinds of things that uh, the revelations of the Panama Papers are designed to, uh, to expose how easily corporations can avoid and have avoided for at least the last uh, 45 years um, the paying of taxes, especially in poor countries. There was an estimate, and there is an estimate, and both of these are rather lengthy articles but worth the time, uh, of exactly how much is being withheld across the continent of Africa, which of course is uh, a very poor area, that could help. So it's very typical and has been typical for a long time for Western companies to uh, exploit African countries in a number of ways, but primarily it's over resources. Africa is a resource-rich country, and Western businesses have been able to exploit that to the um, to no benefit for the African people because they've been able to shelter tax money that should have gone to local governments in uh, these foreign investments so or these foreign corporations and havens. So that's what the Panama Papers are all about. And if you haven't been able to keep up with it, I would encourage you. There are a couple of links in the notes. It's not hard to find, although... 
Uh, trust me when I say it will fall off the main page of your search results pretty quickly, uh, or your feed, your news results. Uh, this is not the, this is not an esoteric thing uh, with the um, the appeal of what happened on the fake housewives of Knoxville. This most recent episode. So uh, dig some on this. Learn how this uh, contributes to inequality. Learn how this uh, affects uh, the ability of people to shuffle money around. Uh, interesting, interesting stuff that's important for us to keep abreast of, I do believe. So uh, that is about it for today. This has been the Fourth State Drive Time. Thanks to Suit Up by Philip Larson for sponsorship. Check it out at philiplarson.com. That's two L's in Philip, one E in Larson. philiplarson.com. Check it out for the graduate on your list. Use the coupon code T4EPODCAST and save yourself 10% on the purchase of that book and the study guide and anything else that you see that is of interest to you. And I'd encourage you to check it out. Also by Jord at woodwatches.com. 100% 100% natural wood watches, unique and unforgettable. Also, coupon code T4E podcast. A beautiful timepiece for that special person in your life, or because you want to treat yourself to a nice watch when your income tax refund hits your account, and maybe that will be soon. The Fourth State Drive Time is a production of Roundtable Media Group. Check out this and other podcasts at roundtablemediagroup.com, including. Ryan and Phil's Conversation Rules, and Todd Littleton's Pathological. Check them out today. If you'd like to advertise across the network, please email me at marty at marty during, excuse me, marty at roundtablemediagroup.com, and I'll be glad to work with you on that. And until the next time, as always, I hope you have a fantastic day.